Excuse me, sir. We're recording. Yeah. Get out. Is everything on vibrate? Everything is on vibrate. Don't, don't call me. Don't text me. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I know what I can't wrap my head around. You ready to start the show? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hot right now. All right. You're hot? No, not. Because Brandon turned the arrow. No, I'm not. Fi- I'm not physically hot. Oh. I'm mentally hot. Oh, I get it. Mentally okay. hot. Okay. song by um missy elliott i'm really really hot i'm really really hot that was my shit what oh okay do you want hey guys <laughs> hey guys hey everyone what is happening what's popping i'm your girl sierra t and i'm your girl sherelle b with the dirty glasses and this, <laughs> and this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Where we wrap the culture up in color. Yes, ma'am. All right. First, mm-hmm. two things. Yes. First, happy Women's History Month. Ew. I wish I, I wish, you know what? We really, hey, donate to the uh, the cash app. Dollar mm-hmm. sign Head Wrap Pod so we can get that soundboard that we really want. Okay. So we could put the little. Ooh, especially if we get one by like April Fool's Day. Yeah. Prepare to be sick of me most definitely because i'm gonna be with the jokes absolutely <laughs> absolutely yes so yes uh happy women's history month shout out to all the women black white latino asian american lgbtq all the women trans women trans women's everybody shout out to y'all making history continuing to make history it is the month of women and we love that here we uplift women at all times i just thought about that women 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 <laughs> what a time what a time to what be a time. <laughs> what a time okay oh what man. a time that's number one number two we want to thank everyone who came out to the morning pages panel last friday mm-hmm. honestly you had to be there it was super dope everybody that came shared this story young citizen you are just chef's kiss love you bro thank you so much for including us shane shayla it was literally the panel of s's yeah sierra sherelle shane and shayla yep. and then young young uh, <laughs> he's an honorary s with a young citizen he's a no because even with his name there's no s there's an s at the end of chris okay but Okay. I'm really trying for you right yeah. now. Sherelle don't want you to have <laughs> no, it, no, but no. I'm trying to let you have it. But it's crazy because like while I was like, oh, Sierra, Sherelle, Shane, Shayla. Huh. <laughs> Y'all didn't even realize I was like out of it for a minute. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But anyway, um, yeah, really, really appreciate y'all supporting us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we was in our moderating bag. It was super dope. Everybody that was sharing their stories, so much transparency, mm-hmm. um, learning lessons. It was really, really great. So um, shout out to Young and Ray Ward for putting on such an amazing panel and having us be a part of it. Yeah, it was dope. And we had our faces all over the place. It was crazy. Girl. I mean, even like if you go to the back to like got food and stuff, yeah. like even like the little, little rooms, like they yeah. had our pictures up on the like computers and stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to make a, I did record a few things. So maybe I'll make a tick or I guess here to make the TikTok Cause I'm not, 
Y'all not coming for me on TikTok. Like, I, I'm not, I, I got you, sis. Yeah, I, I I'll, I'll take care of it. Because I don't know. I'll take care of it. So, yeah. So, that's it. Those were our two announcements, basically. Yeah. Yay. That's it. Yay. Yeah. All right. We got a bit of a show. I think it's going to be a fun one. I think so, too. We really don't have... Yeah. Yeah, no. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of fun. Mm-hmm. But first, sis, what can't you wrap your head around? I can't wrap my head around Gavin. Is this another call out? It is. Oh, shit. How many times have we done called this man out on this show? Gavin. Gavin B? Gavin B. Gavin B photography? Yeah, that Ooh, one. Oh, child. Gavin B. Okay. What did he do or did not do? He does not know how to respond to text and it irritates me. Okay. You know what you did and when you didn't respond. And I can't wrap my head around you not being able to respond because you be on Twitter harassing and on Facebook harassing everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to need you to respond to the text. And he be in his Facebook group talking shit, y'all. Exactly. But he don't respond to the text messages. So we um. love you, but I can't wrap my head around you Do this we? week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll speak for myself. Because <laughs> you know me and Gavin been beefing since like 06. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. You want to tell the people why? Like, why are we... Because he don't like black women. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he going to be so mad about that. Honestly. You know um, Joe Budden put up his little list. Did you see his? No. Joe Budden put up his list about um, why women don't like women. But Joe Budden didn't give him no name credit. See, Gavin. Oh, so Joe Budden stole his list? Well, he didn't say it, but he was like, shout out to whoever made the list. But he didn't say Gavin's name. See, See, if you're real hero, if he was really your hero, he would have at least given you credit. Light skins don't like light skins, I guess. Ooh, child. Anyway. I can't wrap my head around you, Gavin. You better respond to my text. (laughs) We done aired you out again. That's it. You've been on the show the most times. You can't even respond to our text message. (laughs) Can we talk about it? That's so ignorant. I don't get it. In the words of Joe Button, that's nasty work. Damn. (laughs) Now you got us quoting Joe Button on here? I hate that for us. During Women's History Month? Oh, no. I'm sick. (laughs) In the show. I got horrible. Oh, sick. I don't like it. I hate it. Anyways, what can you wrap your head around this? I don't know if you can tell, but uh, I, I'm mad about these headphones. <laughs> I'm very, <laughs> very fucking upset right now, y'all. Y'all don't understand. It's okay. You know what they don't make technology for? People who wear shit on their heads besides hats <laughs> and wigs. Because while I got to sit here every episode look, looking like I'm about to spin the illest hits. You do look like DJ D-Nice. Like, Turn it up. Like, you, I look ridiculous. You do look like DJ I'm D-Nice. so annoyed by this. And they, they all, oh, man. They can't, they can't, like, and it's like, you can't find a good in-ear headphones that, headphones yeah. that, it just. We're going to get, it's, it's going to be fine. This is so dumb. Maybe we need somebody to create some headphones that's a little bit more inclusive yes. to different headgear besides dad hats and fitted. Exactly. Because what about the, the Sikhs who be wearing the head? Because I know they need bigger things for yeah. they, you know? Like, like everybody doesn't wear their, their head wrap with like just slicked and like with a bun in, in the, the back. Because who wants that on your neck all day? Yeah. That's it's so, not fun. It's not fun. Like it looks real good with the baby hairs, but like. That's it. Yeah. But look, look at me. I'm struggling right now. You like, are. I'm just. You <laughs> so weak, yo. I'm so upset. And I'm also, my other thing I can't wrap my head around is, Tell us. is allergies. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm upset about that. These and, are literally not fun. And I'll, I'll do a quick little thing. I think I m- 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 mentioned this last year. But the reason that a lot of us have allergies is because back in, like, the 60s, the government removed all of the female trees. 
uh, that would catch the pollen. So your government is sexist, not only to you, Yo, but the environment. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's it. I'm not going to get in my bag anymore. I mean. I'm not going to say nothing else. I'm not going to say nothing else. Damn. Anyway, sis. I'm not really prepared for this allergy season. I'm really am not. Um, it's just amazing how, like, I moved to the north and all of a sudden I get allergies. Like, I ain't never had allergies a day in my life. I don't. I moved to North Carolina all of a sudden it's just, you like, what, what is happening here? But, I mean, I don't know about in your neighborhood, but there was just not a lot of trees in general in my neighborhood in Philly. So it just wasn't something like. Yeah, I mean, not really. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was trees, but not. Yeah. My house was like, there was no trees at my house. Yeah. Like, nowhere. If you, I lived <laughs> off of a main street. Mm-hmm. Now, you go down a side street, yeah, because I grew up in Long Island. Mm-hmm. But, like, my, my block, there was no shade. Like yeah, Same. No shade, they, yeah, at all. So. They would actually like come in and like try to plant st- trees like in on the concrete and whatnot. Yeah. He's like, okay, what you doing with this shit? And it's crazy because I like, living down here, like where my parents live, like everybody be cutting down. You know, it, like the house come with a tree. Yeah, it yo, the house comes. With the a house tree. comes with a tree, and everybody cuts it down. My dad cut um ours down in front of the house, like <gasps> oh he did. Oh yeah, it's been what it's been like two years now. Yeah, I'm not mad at it because like when I used to live with them, like my room in the front, I ain't gonna front when it was nasty work outside. Mm-hmm. I'd be like. Oh, uh, yeah. The tree was looking real like, hey, girl. Yeah. We're going to be together real soon. <laughs> like, <laughs> be looking like, oh. Now we're going to be together girl, real that soon. that tree just was like, mm. oh, my God. I'm screaming. I don't like it. I, so. I feel you. But, yeah. So, I'm not prepared for this allergy season. So, no. <sighs> but it's coming. It's already kicking my, I think it's already here personally. Because it's kicking my ass. Well, time for me to get braids. So it's once that humidity go up, even though I did go see, I did go see candy. I did go see candy. Yeah, she, she did. did my silk press or whatever. And she, we got like a whole plan. So like now she's like encouraging me to do like micro links or like a sew-in. Ooh, I like a good sew-in. I've never had a sew-in. <gasps> You've never had no, a sew-in? No, I lied. I've had it one time. Uh, Kiera did my sew-in yeah, for my yeah, 30th yeah. birthday. And I liked it. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's been it. Like, yeah. I didn't keep it in long, honestly. Yeah. I know she probably was like, didn't I just do her hair? Like, you saw the picture, like, I just did her hair, like, a week ago. Mm. Um, was it too much for you? I don't know. Kiara used to do my hair a lot back in the day, and yeah. I don't know. That, that whole process was, was whew. Yeah. So Washing I, the hair, braiding it, getting it sewed. Yeah. And then, like... We used to do the leave out, so yeah. And God forbid if you was sweating. Which that's what I'm saying. I'm a sweater, honey. I'm a sweater. So same. So I don't. I don't know. Next time I go see her, we're gonna discuss it because I've always wanted like to do like a messy bun or like a half up, half down. <laughs> oh, what's that called? It's called the invisible. Yeah, the micro links. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I thought you were talking about the the weave where it's like you could split it down the middle. You could split it like yeah. There's a name for it, but I forget. They're I, expensive, so. I, yes, they are. I don't know, but we're going to see. We're going to see. Shout out to Candy. She got me right, and we still looking all right. Yes, so. still looks good. So, that's that. All right. Y'all ready to jump to this week's show? Let's get it. Let's get it. Like I said, it's going to be a fun. I think it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, we literally only have like two things political, kind of. What's this? Well, let's just start it off. All right. Um, Clarence Thomas is a coon. Regular. Um, there's no doubt about that. You guys know that... Um, I'm about to call him Joe Budden. <laughs> Not that, if Joe Budden is a president, we're fucked. Um, Joe Biden, Joe Biden is going to be presenting to the Supreme Court a uh, 
debt, student debt relief loan situation plan proposal. Proposal. Thank you. I was running out of words. <laughs> you know, he's going up with the list with the, with the iPad notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you know it's already determined that Clarence Thomas, one of the what the AP says he's the staunchest conservative on the Supreme Court is going to basically be like, okay, and because he does not care. I do not like Clarence Thomas. I think he is the ultimate coon. He is an embarrassment to his people. And I do not, I hate this guy. I don't even look at him as like, when you say his people, who you talking about? Ooh, you know what? You're right. I don't, I don't identify with him. You're right. You, I don't, I, you are absolutely correct. You know what I mean? Yes. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I feel like when it comes to the student loan relief, you know, obviously people that don't have student loans um, are going to be like, ah, you know, y'all be all right. You know, and including the Supreme Court justice, because y'all been out of, you know, y'all been out of college, what now, what? 70 years. Right. Um, Old as hell. So (laughs) you still having student student, uh, loan relief uh, debt is like Mm -hmm. ridiculous. I'm pretty sure. And I I mean, now me personally, if I'm being, if I'm being on the Supreme Court, yeah, y'all gonna handle that. Right. I'm not worried about nothing else, to be very honest. Um, So I'm wondering if that's what it's about. So like, I, I don't know if like the rest of the. Um, Supreme Court justices feel the same way. Like I'm, I'm curious. I think this is gonna be. <sighs> it's gonna be a shit show. Very. I think it's gonna be interesting. I'm annoyed, and there, but there are also like a couple Americans who are like, okay, well, what about those who already paid it off? Mm. We're not talking about you. We're not talking about you. You, you, can, you can stay out of this one. You, you Listen, you mad at us because you was an overachiever. Right. I really don't know what to tell you. Well, good for you, ho. I say like I always say, forbearance like an adult. Okay, it's just, it literally it's just not realistic for us in this country to pay off student loan debt. Everybody's not in tech. Something needs to happen. And I feel like I'm not going to get into it, but I just feel like there's not enough money. Most of the wealth is tied up in like 10, 15, 20 people. Maybe the rest of us is out here fighting for scraps. Literally. Okay. So literally, I don't know. Like, I don't know where they think this money is going to come from. Okay. Because I can't poop hundred dollar bills literally it's not realistic that's my whole thing like you can give billions of dollars to ukraine and everybody else but that you know and that that's no shade to ukraine that's no shade to you know countries that are overseas that honestly could use our help but like if you can just give Mm -hmm. to a whole other country they literally have like you know processed the data like how much it will cost to end homelessness a couple of billion dollars they've literally calculated the data on how much it would take to cancel student loan debt mm-hmm. but you can give that to ukraine make it make sense you know I mean? i'm just, right i'm right there with you sis especially like homelessness y'all mm-hmm. literally y'all don't even want to help the own people in your country instead of y'all building little spikes under bridges Ooh. for people to not sleep on because like 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 what are you? You're not doing anything else under the bridge, so why is it bothering you? You're me? literally doing nothing under the bridge. There's, like there's nothing under the bridge. So like why is it bothering you that people go there? What do you think? I just. But aha, they wouldn't have to be there if you would just handle homelessness. You know, maybe like build spaces for them to go, provide them with job assistance, things like that, mental health relief. Things like that, but you'd rather build little spikes under bridges. It's really not realistic. It's That's the all. most. It's, this country frustrates frustrates me. I say this every episode, but this, this country frustrates the god of me. Yeah, bro. I'm just I'm over it. But you know, land of the free, home of the brave. So allegedly, right? 
Um, next topic. Next, we're going we gonna to talk about uh, Robert Kelly. We got a new update. Mm. It's not really political, but it's just news, literally. So uh, R. Kelly, like, he's not getting out of jail. That's it. Like, so all his supporters, let it go. <laughs> let it go. He's not going, he's not getting out. He literally just got another 20-year prison, uh, prison sentence for child pornography. And the same day, Harvey Weinstein also got 16 years in prison. Mm. So... Uh, Turn yeah. it up. Love that. Love to hear that song. That's it. Literally, he faced uh, R. Kelly faced charges of thirteen offenses related to the production and receipt of child pornography, along with charges of child sex trafficking and conspiracy to commit fraud. Wow, that's your man's, huh? But step in the name of love, though. I really haven't heard like any R. Kelly songs in a very long time. Not on, on purpose, right? But yeah. I have been like at places, and I'm like, yeah, you you'll hear a step in the name of love, or yeah, and it's and it's something like I'm not saying there's anything <clears throat> wrong with like you know you might catch yourself, you know, oh for because he's done so much, right? Like honestly, I ain't you know I can't hear I can't hear Honey Love anymore. That was one of my favorite songs. Like, was it really? Oh my god, that was one of my jams. Like I, you know, it's it's painful when you ha- when you decide to like cancel an artist because. The Chocolate Factory album. Right. I really wish he wasn't a pedophile because I sometimes I want to listen to it that sucks. album. It really does suck. It really does suck. But like a lot of the earlier songs, like you remind me of my Jeep and shit like that, like it's directly for me linked to the women in that in the documentary. And for me, it's like, oh, no. Yeah. It's just like, ugh. It's ugh. It's ugh. Yeah. I, I can't. So I haven't, I've never watched a documentary. I haven't been able to bring. And y'all know me. I'm a big documentary fan. Which is shocking. But that's the one I have not bought myself to watch it. Cause I because just, you've watched like you've watched the 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 Exonerated Five story, which I can't think of the name of it right now. Oh, the Central Park Five. Yeah. You, yep. The, you watched that. Sure you watched did. the Khalif Browder story. Sure did. But which is the Khalif Browder story? I still have one episode. I just it was so traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just something happened. I just didn't finish it. But yeah, it's y'all know me. It's it's this is a documentary I got in the queue right now that I'm gonna finish. Uh, <laughs> but this Alec Hole Murdoch story that happened right there in South yeah. Carolina, like I'm intrigued. But yeah, something about the R. Kelly uh, surviving R. Kelly, I just have not bought myself to watch, and I don't know if it's because. I mean, I think for me, it's just like most like, if not all his victims were black women, and it's like there's something about just hearing these similar stories i mean yeah there's like 30 women in these documents oh it's, it's hella women in the documentary and it's just like it. yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like you know r kelly and like all that he did um you know for black music and everything like that and then mm-hmm. you just know that like when them cameras is off and when he was by himself not well let me not say by himself because he had people doing it with him it's just like damn like that shit is wild yeah so i don't yeah. know i don't i don't i don't want to hear black women over and over and over again talk about this you know mm-hmm. celebrity just abusing them because he could right and he felt like he can get away with it so but yeah i do salute them for being brave and telling their story especially on camera so child and that's why we you know we're able to talk about him getting sentenced for another 20 years yeah so. i think the, the like the reason i watched it is all like always like i'm interested like how do like the women get involved or whatnot. Yeah. And so for me, it's all about like, 
what were the tactics used just so mm-hmm. like I can just know be aware and also Girl. maybe spread the knowledge or whatever I read a book I finished a book recently that had like similar yeah. not storyline but like you know like storyline of a narcissist and how like they go about make, doing their tactics or whatever Girl. and so it's called Paper Dollina by Robin Lucas you should read it um, but yeah I uh, I just for me it's all about wanting to know Being, yeah. I think because I think the more you know about like how people like that maneuver, I think the easier it is for you to recognize it and avoid it. So for real. Yeah. Um, because what this man did was just like utterly disgusting. Harvey Weinstein as well. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, Bill Cosby, like mm-hmm. the list just goes on and on and on and on and on. So yeah. speaking of Bill Cosby, I know he's talking about going on tour again soon. I, I don't know. To talk about, okay. Right. Exactly. Nobody knows. Well, he probably need money from all the you know fees and stuff that he had to pay for his well, lawyers. You lawyer fees. just kept your dick in your pants. You didn't have to worry about he it. He wasn't drugging women. Yeah, it's uh, like there's ways to go about this. There's re- <laughs> you just you it, don't have to do it. You literally don't. You like, could just not. No means no. No, literally. That's literally that's just it in a nutshell. You like, literally could just not. Please, we're literally begging you not to. That's all. That's it. Anyways, what's up next? All right, that's it for politics. That's it for politics, Yay. and news, and crime. Yeah. Everything else is a bunch of stuff. It's a lot of clips today, y'all. It is a lot of clips. Ooh, child. Um, I got some editing ahead of my ass. Damn. It's All okay. Right. <laughs> child. Um, next up, we got here Howard University. Mm. Um, Howard University made headlines because a white law student. I'm sorry. A former white Howard University law student is suing the school for $2 million for racial discrimination. Wow. Um, This young man basically said that um, he was tormented Mm. by some of his students as well as um, faculty because of his race. And Tormented. Yeah. I'm going to read this. Yeah. I'm going to just read this. Basically, this young man is suing the school. Um, He was on scholarship and he was actually expelled from Howard University um, because of this. So there was a series of events in 2020. Most of it started because, um, you know, everybody was virtual in 2020, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He was making comments on a professor's forum page where students engage in public debates and discussion. And he moved the discussion to the forum after he voiced his opinion in a previous group me chat after dis- about disagreeing with the black community, saying they believe government solves problems, countering his beliefs that he saw it only as causing problems, according to court documents. Hmm? Right. The lawsuit claims that he suffered depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts, thoughts due to public ostracism and humiliation. Um, he also specifically named the Howard University's global head of diversity recruiting in the lawsuit, saying that he allegedly was, he told the student that's being, that's suing the school that he was the most hated student he has seen during his tenure. What? That- so here's, here's what happened. So this is when it got, this is when it got kind of tricky. So during a symposium, during close to the 2020 election, um, the student, his last name is Newman, he proposed questions to the African-American speakers asking why black voters didn't question turning, didn't question turning to government for solutions and how reliably voting for the same party every election disincentivized both parties from re- responding to the needs of the black community. He received amazing black, uh, black backlash from the class, right? 
Students also felt offended when the student allegedly compared himself to a, stu to a black student attending a PWI or primarily white institution. After attempting to apologize, Newman said students began calling him names such as Mayo, Mayo King, and White Panther. I have to go. I have to get out of here. I have to get out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry, White Panther. White Panther and Mayo King. Basically, my thoughts behind this is like, I mean, first of all, I don't think anybody was calling him White Panther, okay? And I really don't think anybody was calling him Mayo King. Like, Not in class. Like now, maybe outside of class. I don't think I don't think anybody's calling him the White Panther. I just I can't wrap my head around that. I'm sorry, but I kind of feel like somebody would. <laughs> this is some bullshit. That's the name of the episode, bro. <laughs> Here, here is my thing. Here is my thing. I'm not saying that, and we've had this discussion about blacks, black students going to PWIs and experiencing discrimination mm -hmm. and wanting a whole bunch of shock to it yeah. since you're receiving this on Duke University's campus. My whole thing is like, play my God. I'm not saying that it's right or whatever that he's claiming happened didn't happen. But I feel like when it comes to situations like this, white people attending HBCUs, why? Like, why, why did you, what kind of experience did you think you were going to have mm. going to Howard University School of Law versus you going to George Washington University or American University, which is in the same city? That's so I'm 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 really curious. It's just like it's just like a black just like he compared himself. A black student attending Duke University or Chapel Hill or, you know, North Carolina, um North Carolina State, and you're experiencing a bunch of discrimination, you're having a hard time. Like, did you honestly truly expect to be embraced so candidly that you weren't gonna experience any type of issues at all like mm. that that's my whole thing like yeah you know what i mean yeah i hear you so so for you to be around a bunch of black law students and literally kind of like go against mm -hmm. predominantly everyone's same beliefs and expect people to not look at you like who who invited this dude right I, i'm confused you know what i mean i hear you i hear you my thing is if you're gonna come into these spaces as a white person, mm -hmm. I think you also need to remember that. And I, listen, I understand him arguing and you know trying to do you yeah. know whatever he's supposed to do, but there is a deeper re reason and meaning as to why Black people continuously majority majority of us continue to vote Democrat, and it is racism, right? And you need to really understand that. And I can't stress enough how while white people do probably don't talk about racism in their everyday life, it is literally an everyday thing for black people. Actually, any person who ain't white. Right. Or white passing, rather. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a big part. And for that, to me, that means, that to me, like, listening to you read your article, that sounds like, to me, like, he wasn't thinking about that. No. And that is what got us to where we are now you not understanding and that just goes to show you like how dangerous it is to have white people in your spaces especially when they don't understand 
or even are like not even getting it about right. like what it means to be black. Like if you allow a white person into your space, they need to completely, fully, 100% understand right. what it means to be black. And if you invite a straight person into your gay space, right. then they need to fully and completely understand what it means to be gay. Absolutely. And so on and so forth. Absolutely. So, this guy, clearly he didn't get it and felt like, I don't know. Like I said, yeah. I don't know if they was calling him Mayo Monkey and White Panther, but that shit has me weak. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, he, he was expelled and apparently he was on scholarship. It was a lot. It was really a lot that was going on. So, I, but you're, I mean, I'm, you're, you're right. I mean, not that I'm saying that there's anything wrong with the Howard Law School, but why didn't he go to like George Washington University? That's that's like that's always been my thing when it comes to unless the, unless he didn't get a uh, a scholarship to George Washington or American University, and that could very well be the case. Yeah. But like, so I mean, did you apply for a scholarship? Was it just given to you? You know what I mean? Like, because mm -hmm. I'm just like, if you were just given a scholarship, then like, okay. Mm -hmm. But if you actually apply for a scholarship, I I'm not saying that you're taking. I'm not saying that you're taking the opportunity away from like a black law student, but I don't know that is tricky for me, y'all. It really is. It's like, I'm all for DEI. I really, really, really am because I DEI? diversity, equity, inclusion. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm for it. I get it. I truly and honestly understand it. I just feel like there's, there's always a loophole. Yeah. There's always a loophole. And unfortunately the loophole affects black and brown people mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i don't know it's, yeah it's, it's weird it's a weird space for me sometimes when it comes to you know the conversation of whites and hbcus whites in the divine nine you know i have a whites really 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 mm -hmm. i have an opinion on whites in in i do too in divine nine mm-hmm we've already talked about this before haven't mm -hmm. we probably I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't think they should be there. I know they can't be denied because of discrimination, but I really don't feel like that's for y'all. And especially like when they come across my timeline, like that old Delta and that old that old Omega that old the old white one. They mm -hmm. keep coming across my timeline. I really don't need to hear your stories. I want to hear the stories of older Black Deltas or older Black AKAs or older Black Omega Sci-Fi. Like you know, I don't want to hear. And it's like y'all getting like all this credit for being white in these black spaces. It's weird to me, G. It's weird. I don't like it. It's I don't black like it. Fault. You know, but you know what? I'm not in this. I'm a, I'm a GDI. Okay. Same. So okay, I I could just sit here and shut the hell up. It's, but I think I <laughs> listen. I think it's black people's fault. I really do. But they can't do anything because they would be they would be sued for discrimination. Well, is it the same when the black girls want to be part of AAA or you know because they do be getting sued? They don't. Or legally blonde. Like I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like is it is it this? That's my whole thing. Is it the same? That's what I'm talking about, the loophole. Yeah. Like, it's always a loophole for us. But when the shoe is on the other foot, it's it's passed upon. Like that's that's my whole thing. Damn. I don't that that's literally my whole thing. That's all that's all I be saying. The same with like you talking about diversity, equity, inclusion leaders. Yeah. And they are white. Damn. What are you sitting here? Why, how are you teaching your employees about diversity, equity, and inclusion? What are you doing? How? How can you teach somebody about diversity when they never literally had to experience it? Damn. That's real You've shit. never been a minority. Ever. 
Ever. So how are, who are you to come and like take the job away from um, somebody that has experienced adversities when it comes to diversity, equity, inclusion because they're Asian American and passed up on a job or black women or black men or Hispanic people? Yeah, yeah. And all those people are passed over to be a DEI leader because it's not look, it doesn't look right. Yeah. Or if they do hire it, is you're like, oh, well, we're just hiring you because you're black. It's it sucks to me. Yeah. And I don't like it. And I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about it. But that's just how I felt. Yeah. Whoo, child, we could be talking about this all Girl. day, okay? Because we got some really strong opinions on it. But I do want to know, like, what you're, you know, yeah. as always, sound off in the comments. We definitely want to hear what you got to say about this. Mm -hmm. um, you could be like, I want more white people in um, deep divine nines. And I'm like, bitch, you crazy. And that's what <laughs> <laughs> you is wrong. I know a crackhead when I see one. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Judge Mathis. I used to be a crackhead. I know a crackhead that when. Man used to, like, all right, we get it. My man's is my man's got his crack his crackhead radar be on. He was on Samuel Jackson. Said, I'm a junkie, <laughs> a crackhead. Like, all right, nigga, like, good for you. My man said, I know a crackhead when I see one. You look like a crackhead. <sighs> Well, we also know somebody that needs to stop talking when it's time for him to stop talking. And Ooh. that's Mr. Deion Sanders, Ugh. Mr. Primetime. I think it's time for him to wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. Um, I think, you know, you know, we, we was salute we was we was rooting for Mr. Primetime when he was at Jackson State University. Mm -hmm. You know, he what he did with that team, what he did with them boys is impeccable. Then he now he's moving on to Colorado State University, whatever. Um and suddenly he got a whole bunch of stuff to say, and why? Yep, here we go. Quarterbacks are different. Yeah. We want mother, father, you know, dual parent. Mm -hmm. We want that kid to be three, five, and up because he's got to be smart. Mm -hmm. um, not bad decisions off the field uh, at all mm -hmm. because he has to be a leader of men. It's so many different attributes and what we look for. Uh, physical, I mean, offensive line. My defensive line is totally opposite. What do you mean? Single mama. <laughs> wow. Trying to get it. Uh, he's on free lunch. I mean, like, uh, uh, I mean, I'm talking about just trying to make it. He's trying to rescue mama. Like, mama barely made the flight. That's a nasty take. That was one of the most disgusting takes I've ever heard in my life. That's a nasty take. Um, and I don't, what's the word? I don't even know the word for it, but it's like for you to to assume yeah. that a man who who is dealing with struggle in his life and has and is looking you know is trying to look out for his mom and his family isn't meant to be a good leader yeah or a good quarterback is wild to me that's also oh that's called um is it white not whitewashing but what's the word you know what i'm talking about uh white it's white fuck i can't think of the word I can't think of it. It'll come to me later. It'll come to me later. But there's a specific term for it. White twining? Not white. Maybe it's, I don't know. Pull the mic up to you. White twining? I don't know. White houses, white houses. Anyway, go ahead with your, with your. I, I didn't like it. I thought it was really rude. And I really just want one of his offensive linemen to tackle him, if you're going to be honest. Because, like, especially, like, what kind of example are you setting for your kids? Like, your kids are nepotism babies. You know what I'm saying? Like, Word. let's be honest, okay? They didn't come from a struggle mm -hmm. at all. So for you to sit there and say, you know, and for me, it was a little bit of like, okay, so if you're talking about a quarterback, most quarterbacks are relatively like skinny or, you know, whatever type situation. Now you're talking about a D-line who, you know, well, like the O-line was a bunch of, yes, you know, mm -hmm. ones that are knock your ass out. You know, you got your Adamic and Sue's of the world and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, what is, 
what are you trying to say here? Like, what is what is the difference? Like, why is it? Why do you feel like a quarterback? Why do you feel like you know a defensive lineman or an offensive lineman? You know, is at the bottom of the you know the bottom of the uh, bottom of the jar, and a quarterback is at the top. Like, what does that mean? Like, you should want all of your players. Honestly, the only thing that should have came out of your mouth was like how you want them in the classroom, how you want them academically. I don't think there was anything wrong with you saying you want your athletes to have a 3.5 grade point average. Mm. I think that that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And that's what everybody should strive for. But coming from a two parent household, I mean, I don't know if Deion Sanders came from a two parent household. Mm. Um, and if you didn't, you turned out pretty well, mm-hmm. maybe not with comments like this, but you know, you, you turned out pretty good. Um, and there's plenty of football players currently, some that you may even have played with or, you know, have coached that, come from one parent household, you know, just because maybe another parent passed away mm-hmm. or, you know, and, and the mother or father is doing what they have to do to make sure that their child is on the right path yeah. and leaving them in your hands. And then you come out with some nonsense like that. That's wild to me. What are you saying? And it's also like, if anyone was to ever present to me like, Hey, I have a 3.0 GPA and I'm also taking care of my family. And I also do this sport. Is that not a leader? There was a player, I forget exactly what team that he played for in the NFL, but his story came out with like how I think that, you know, this is when the topic of, you know, how some NFL players really aren't paid the way you think they are paid. Yeah. And his story came up. I'm drawing a blank on his name. And if y'all know who I'm talking about, um, you know, put it in the comments. And he was talking about how his family lost everything during Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. Everything. So most of the money that he was getting from playing football, he was sending over to them. Wow. He didn't, I mean, you know, he, he did okay for himself. Like, you know, but his focus was to make sure that he didn't get hurt because I need that check. Right. I need to perform. I need to make sure that my family is good. Regardless if it's, you know, he's taking care of his mother and his father and his siblings or just a father or just a mother or his grandmama and grandfather or foster mother, whoever was taking care of him. I don't like what is the problem? Like what is wrong with that? Like I don't care. It seems like he is missing out on a lot of leaders who could do really great jobs with this statement. Like imagine all those people on the o, is it the O line? I don't know. I don't, oh, offensive line. Offensive line. Defensive line. Yeah. The, imagine all those players like who who's getting looked looked over for being like a captain of the team because they from the hood and mama barely made the flight. Especially for the black men. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you just came from Jackson State University in the middle of Mississippi. You know, and if you watch his documentary and if you just look at the history of Jackson State University, you know a lot of those kids come from a lot of adversities. A lot of them do. So I'm, I would love to hear what one of their players who, you know, you just abandoned. Um, I would love to hear, like, how they feel about it. Because some of them probably did come from free lunch Mm -hmm. and Jackson state university was the only school that gave them a chance to pursue their dreams of playing football or hell just getting into a classroom with proper books. Mm -hmm. And then here you come saying some nonsense like that. And he just, they just didn't have any water when you was there. Literally. Come on, man. Like, what are you talking about? That's crazy to me. That was a wild, wild, wild statement, dudes. And you're missing out. You're missing out on a lot of great leaders by overlooking them because of where they come from. Personally, I think enough with the Deion Sanders um, interviews. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, I'm over it. His time is over, prime time or not. Um, <laughs> wrap it up. I'm over it. Because he needs, maybe maybe he needs some training 
media mm. training. Maybe. I wouldn't think that somebody of that caliber would need that, but maybe, um, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't like it. Speaking of not liking it, nope. sis, you showed me this video about girl code. Mm. This was. This was nasty. This is a mess too. This was nasty. Yeah. Did you send it to me? I did. Okay. Did I, I'm sorry. I, uh, if I didn't, I'll send it to you right now. Hold on. You did not send it to me. I'm sorry. No, yes, you did. Here we go. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm a liar. Okay. <laughs> I don't I mean, believe in girl code. Do you not? Oh, why not? Uh, it's just like, I'm not going to not talk to someone because you spoke to them. Really? Yeah. So what if, like, like in the scenario that I just gave. Obviously, that's that, different because okay. you're actively talking to okay. them. I'm talking about like past situations. Like an ex. Okay. Like I will date my friend's ex. Would you ask for permission? Uh, it depends. It depends. You date your friend's ex? Mm -hmm. I've done it before. Girl! Do really? <laughs> that's interesting. And I, I've told a lot of my girls that I'll do it so they know my standpoint wow. on it. Yeah. That's so, so interesting. I don't believe in that. I just, I think it's silly. I don't believe in girl code. <laughs> Hey, well, pish posh, because you sound stupid. Damn. Okay, bruv. Um, like, I have questions. Like, does she not believe in girl code, like, at all, like, across the board? If I, I mean, that's what it sounds like. It does sound like that. That's what it sounds like. I mean, if she, because I feel like Damn. that's, like, literally the top of the girl code, like. You cannot talk, you cannot date one of your friend's ex-man. Like, it's just not. Cause it, and to me it's like so basically you've been looking at my man the whole time the whole time and granted it's like okay like I feel like most people have had a friend who's had a boyfriend who is attractive mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying it's like you know what wow he actually is really good but like okay right like that I'm looking but I'm not touching like I'm not I'm not blind but I'm not gonna go ahead as, first of all because there's a reason why we broke up that man might be trash so you're not. Mm -hmm. you're not really that much attractive because I'm hearing all the fucked up shit that you're doing to my girl. So like, you know what I mean? That's gross, man. Um, I don't know. In terms of like friends though, that, that's a touchy, that's a, I mean, depending on what the friend did to my friend will determine if I'm going to still talk to them. Like if my, like for instance, if my friend started dating your ex-boyfriend, like, that's some fucked up shit. I can't talk to her now because she would probably do that to me. Wait, you're saying, so, like, so, like, if Naomi started dating, like, one of my ex-boyfriends? That's sick shit. That's some, I don't, see, I don't know. Like, that's some sick shit. I wouldn't be okay with that. I would be like, Nay, girl, what you doing? Not me using Naomi. I'm hey, so Nay. sorry, girl. <laughs> she knows this episode, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, I, uh, I, see, I don't, here's my thing. My thing is like, when you start keeping these type of women around you, like it yeah. don't, it's not, it don't look good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like, that's who you hanging with? Like, For real. Like, she be dating niggas' exes and stuff. Like, yeah, that's just. It doesn't look good. Yeah, I don't like it. Like, I mean, and I guess to your point about like, I guess, it, I know some women, because there was some comments like, you know, it depends on like what you're calling a friend. And I'm like, if my friend was there from the beginning of me and my man's relationship, like mm -hmm. from the very beginning, you knew all the vibes. And then obviously, you know, we broke up after a year, two years, whatever. And then you end up dating him. Like, yeah, no. Again, you've been plotting mm -hmm. from the very beginning. Like, I don't care what you say. Like, don't tell me like, oh, yeah, well, we ran into each other. We had a couple of no, 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 no. You've been attracted to him because I don't understand. But now if it's like one of my friend's 
you know, friends that I just met. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like. Now, that's weird when you stop to like, yeah, trying to be. All, yeah, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? It's one of my friends, friends that really don't know me, mm-hmm. really didn't know my man. And it just coincidentally, they ended up hooking up like, oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and, and now I'm not going to talk to my friend because like okay, yeah that's yeah. a little much yeah that's a little much you that's that's, that's taking it too far that's not my friend that's not, we're just acquaintances at, at that because at that you know yeah it yeah. might be weird if i see them out like you know but it, like it's not i right. don't think it's that deep but no. like if y'all got friends like that i listen the only way you can talk to my ex-man is if i'm dead but then you'll be up to up into the like the court of public opinion so good luck with that yeah i mean because like we've talked about like we've um who what's the young lady she may have died now. Remember, she had Alzheimer's, and her husband was dating her friends. Remember, like mm-hmm. B. Johnson, B. Oh yes, you know Be- what I'm talking about. Yes, I know. Yes, I, I know. Who you, I know exactly who you're talking about. Like stuff like that. Was is, it Beverly Johnson? No, that no. can't be right. No. But like stuff like that is weird to me. But it happens. Like, yeah. Girl, I've had. I'll never forget my mom when my mom had her daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom had her daycare, and there was a couple. That, you know, their kids get into the daycare, everything was fine. Never forget it. Yeah. So much hot tea. <laughs> Never forget it. One day, like, the, and the best friend, like, it was a couple, and the best friend would come to pick up the kids, because, like, that was, like, godmother, whatever. Right. Cool. So we noodle that woman. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. One day, her and the father came together. Never forget it. So my mom was like, oh, hey. Right. So immediately my mom initially thought was like maybe they just came, you know, like, oh, it was a miscommunication and they both just ended at the same time. No, they both got in the same car together, picked up the kids, like whatever. Oh my God. So my mom minded her business, like, okay. Yeah. Kept it moving. Next day she sees the mom with the kids, everything, like nothing. But it kept happening over and over again that the Yeah. Come to find out the best friend and the father. We're sleeping together. I think they're married now. <gasps> yeah. Very nasty work. Nasty work. Nasty work. I was like 12. Oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah. The girl, even my mom was like, that's weird. Like, why? That's nasty. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, no, no, no. Nasty work. No, ma'am. Nasty work. No, ma'am. Nasty work. But nasty. It, it happens. It, I mean, and it's, it sucks. But like. I'm talking about we love each other. Get you the, really. I don't want to hear that shit. Personally, feel like you can't like bring everybody around your partner. And it sucks that you have to think like that. But mm-hmm. I feel like regardless of the situation, you kind of like know. You pick a vibe from certain people. It's like. She's sus. Yeah. Like, she would sleep with my man. Chris Rock said that in a stand-up. Like, he ain't wrong. Like, it's like, you know what? He was like how most men will be. And this was year, This was mm. pre-slap. Um, <laughs> pre-slap. Goodbye. Years ago, he was saying how, like, men, he said, you know, when men meet, um, like, their guys, girls, like, wow, that's a really nice woman. I got to get me a girl like that. Period. And he was saying, women is a different situation. It's like, I got to get him. And I will slit that bitch's throat to do it too. Oh like, my god! I don't necessarily agree with him because you got some niggas out here that move kind of shicey too. Oh, like, for sure, for sure. I was in a relationship, and I'll never forget it. After we had broken up, it wasn't DMs back then, but like out the woodwork, I was yeah. like, "Ain't that your man?" That's ain't that your. And I'm like, first of all, so y'all knew he was doing this the whole time, and that's the one right there. Y'all knew he was doing this the whole time, but yeah. That's yet, the one right there. You coming at me? Oh, okay. Sick. Cool. Sick. Cool story, bro. Sick. Thought that was interesting. Very, very interesting. Mm. All right, some of these we might have to skip. 
we want to tackle um we can skip the dancing gorilla thing that yeah, yeah facts yeah facts we got to bring up this michael b jordan thing okay michael b jordan went viral he um did. the newark new jersey came out of him recently basically the story is you know you know you should be kind to everybody because you never know when you're gonna run into that person again mm -hmm. so he was at the premiere of his movie that he starred and directed in creed 3 yep. and ran into one of his old high school arch nemesis on the red carpet and it was very very awkward yes here we go so shall we got michael b jordan the director mm -hmm. and the star of creed 3 and you know we know each other we go way back all the way to chad science in newark okay oh, the corny kid right <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not say that. Misquoted for sure. So you did not hear me say, I said we used to make fun of the name. But yeah, he is obviously killing things out here. How is the difference between you actually directing and working with the same people that you were directed with versus? Uh, it, it, was, it was awesome. You know, it's a family vibe. Yeah. Last nine, nine years of my life. Um, I spent on the Creed films. Uh, they're very supportive. You know, Tessa, uh, Felicia, Rashad, Wood Harris, people that see me grow up. And uh, for the fact that I stepped behind the camera and finally got a chance to direct them, they, they, they loved it. They embraced it. And uh, it was a wonderful experience. And was it difficult for you mentally because you're coming out of a different space? I didn't know, I didn't know he was doing the athletic kill. I mean, I was staying in it. This is about show. This ain't about me. Isn't this the sexiest man uh, show off right here? Who's the sexiest man? Because now let's. Kind of Who's the sexiest that? man? Because I thought you said you're on the way up. He might be the one right now. He is the one. This is the one right here. Uh -uh. Yeah, yeah. So is it a tie? Ain't no tie. It's we don't, not a, we don't compete. It's not a tie. Yeah, it's we don't compete. Two number ones. Batman and Batman. Or should I? Oh, no. Can't say that. Superman and Superman. <laughs> Superman and Superman. Sorry. Good luck with that. <laughs> okay, so you also are going to do a new film with Will Smith very soon coming up. Is the rumor out there? Not sure. We're still working on a script. You know, that's something that I plan on doing in the future. Not sure when. You know, these movies. I'm just trying to get through this project. Right, you know, so right, I get through, right. When I get finished with this one, then I'll figure out what's going on next. And how is it filming in Atlanta? It was amazing. Uh, I've done four or five films down here. Shot a couple of television shows. So Atlanta's a second home to me, and I, I love coming down here. Favorite restaurant here? Oh, uh, man. Uh, whatever hotel I'm in, their restaurant. Well, you're not corny anymore. <laughs> Yikes. Honestly, I almost felt bad for her until she ended with that. Like, you just really felt the need to, to bring that back up. Mm -hmm. Like about you calling him corny. And it's funny to me, because like when I really was thinking of the math, because like we watched Michael Jordan grow up. Like he was literally in yeah. like The Wire and oh, Hardboy at like 12. Yes. So like, I don't really think he was like walking the halls with y'all. Like, so I don't know how corny he really was while he was out here snatching necks and cashing checks. They probably was making, no, I can believe. I can was believe, in homeroom. No, like, I can believe kids was still making fun of him. I absolutely can. Cause, like, because kids be like, you can be famous. And they be like, what's up, little famous ass nigga? Like they, they just, <laughs> Kids are terrible. <laughs> Kids will do stuff like that. No, for real. Yeah. Like, you be like, yeah, you be like, for real. And like, I did learn that they really used to make fun of him because of his name, like Michael B. Jordan. That yeah. was the whole situation. Like, that's why he had to do that. And it's just like, it's really weird. Out of everything, like you wanted to make fun of him for him being named after a amazing athlete. Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. It makes no sense. Oh I don't God. know. Yeah, but that was very, very cringe. It was, but that's my new favorite meme. Like, literally, the way he was looking at her, like... like 
I mean, wow. I mean, wow how the tables have turned. Like, literally. Like, and you're not corny anymore. Okay, well, Okay, girl. Enjoy my film. Right. <laughs> that would have been me. Like, that, enjoy my film. Yep, period. Star and director. You know it. Two checks. Anyways. Let me check. <laughs> like, girl. Oh, my God. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Um... Speaking of Michael B. Jordan and, and Jonathan Majors, who's on uh, in the even with she even did wrong with that Batman. Like you know that man got a Marvel check. Who did Batman? I'm just saying, like you know, she was like, you know, it's two Batmans. Like you know, Jonathan Majors got a Marvel check. So why are you? Oh, is up, that what she said? Yeah. Why are you bringing up Batman? Like so you just f. Anyway, damn. <laughs> Anyways, f for all y'all um, coming for Jonathan Majors and this whole conversation about masculinity masculine enough i know that you have said that you look at a lot of your roles like be it atticus yeah. finch and uh lovecraft country as an antidote yeah. to like a limited way of thinking about masculinity yeah what do you say to those i mean i think they're haters i think it's toxic well yeah but, i imagine it's the homies right it, yeah it's one, yeah it's one of the homies it was yeah who was shit. like it's, yeah. it's they you know like to meet the fellas you know what i mean Cause, well, i think they you, know I mean? I, you think they would want to meet you though because they might have to i don't even take it there you know what i mean <laughs> I, I would just like to I'm, i'd just be curious you know what they have to say tell me what masculinity is mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it is fluid yeah. You know, you you tell me what it is. You know, I mean, I wouldn't want to walk up on me in the street. You know what I mean? Yeah, I <laughs> like, like just just a hundred ten percent. You know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. but it's bigger than that. It's love. You know, it's like uh, maybe there's fear in that. Maybe it it makes you fearful. It's tough because the conversations you would have man to man. You know what I mean? This conversation it's you would have. You know, yeah. What? But what do you think masculinity? Like, what is your definition of masculinity? It's balanced, isn't it? Mm -hmm. There's strength. Right, and there's vulnerability. There's um, awareness, and then there's um, acknowledgement of ignorance. A big part of it is kindness. Mm -hmm. Right, use of power. Yeah. Gentleness. Mm -hmm. These are masculine characteristics. Yes. It's quite. It's quite. It's quite unmasculine mm -hmm. to try to emasculate another man. Absolutely. I'm not coming for nobody, yeah. but kindness is a big part of it. Doesn't matter, you know, how much you weigh or how much you bench press. That's not the point. You know what I mean? It's none of that. You know, it it, it it's an energy. It's an energy. You know what I mean? And I I hear my brothers. We've been we fight and claw for every inch of positive popularity we get, of positive news we get. You know. And I am not, it's not lost on me that in this moment, um, the, because of the pictures I've made and because of the way I move through the world, I may be seen as that. And I, I don't shy away from, you know, this idea of black masculinity. I, I'm just living my life. I am male. I am black. All right. I um, might have to retract my statement. No. <clears throat> no, you cannot. Absolutely not. I know you're not doing that. I know it's Women's History Month, but absolutely not. No. No, you cannot. The statement she's talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the statement I'm talking about, and you can go back to episode two, I believe, when we're talking about Jonathan Majors and how hot he is and how much of a sex symbol he is and how much we love Jonathan Majors. And this one right here was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> remember that? Yeah, remember? I don't, back. I don't recall. Okay. Just, it was like three weeks ago, literally. 
So now, because he... Listen, I like a man who be talking that talk, who be talking that talk, who be talking that talk. And I like the way he was talking that talk and that talk and that talk. Okay? Well, you're going to have to fight Simone for him. Well, I mean, it, it really ain't no problem. I'm not, I'm not involved. We might have to fight his white baby mama for him. <laughs> but I don't think that's his baby mama. Who's, who is it then? We don't know. So, and that's... So, so, okay, hold on. We can talk about that another time. Okay. I love what Jonathan Major said. Mm-hmm. Especially being that what he said he was like to emasculate someone's masculinity is not masculine. Yeah, and I I I fully agree. Okay, let me be transparent. I don't know what it's like to be a man. I don't know what it's like to be masculine. I kind of identify as you know a very feminine female. Mm-hmm. Like that's just I love the heels and all that comes with being a woman. However, I find it very, very, these days, like this whole, I personally feel like this whole agenda of pushing, I'm not going to say toxic masculinity, but like, I guess, broad masculinity is really just coming from, it's all coming from men. It really has nothing to do with us. Mm. Like, um, like I saw something the other day, they were talking about how it's, it's gay to smoke hookah if you're a guy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And my whole thing with that is, mm-hmm. you, you, if you look back in history, there's been so many men who have come before Jonathan Majors that have this, basically a stylist, um, you know, that have like been projected in a way that may come off as androgynous or, or you know, non-masculine. And if we're going to compare Prince to someone like yeah. Jonathan Majors, I'm confused because when I see Jonathan Majors, I see all man. Same. I see all man. You know, but you have the princes of the world and the uh um, you know, Morris Morris Day in a time and all those all those hell, look at the Isley brothers in the 70s. Why them niggas was wearing crop tops and everything. Crop tops. Half of the Heels men and bed that, bottoms. Half of the men that our parents grew up listening to in my opinion, now you want to talk about non-masculine. Mm-hmm. That is the era we're talking about. But I don't understand how somebody like Jonathan Majors or Daniel Kaluuya or Michael B. Jordan or Idris Elba dressing in the color pink or the color yellow or just a, some, a man at Crave in downtown Charlotte <laughs> smoking a hookah mm-hmm. diminishes him as a man. I don't, I don't get it. And I feel, I feel bad for men who kind of bask in that space of like, you know, oh, like what did he say? Like, you know, how much I bench press and like, you know, all that, you know, like, like cut it, like grow up. Like that's my new mantra, like grow up, like seriously. Cause it just doesn't make any sense. That's like, uh, that's like from a woman saying like, you know, because a woman may dress like, you know, Brittany Griner, you know, it's like, oh, you know, well that's, she's not, She's, she's not, not a fem- woman. She's not a woman. I don't understand that. Like, you know, or she really like, you know, there's a serious agenda on femininity. Femi- fem- femininity? Yes. I can't say that word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I'm with you 100%. I, I um, I will say, I don't think it's just men who are holding like the door on the toxic masculinity. I think there are also women mm. who are also pushing the toxic masculinity narrative. It's like, oh. Oh, what you crying for? Like, be a yeah. man. Yes. You know, like I oh. think we talked about there was a clip that we talked about a couple weeks ago about that. I think like, so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I think we're I think both genders are definitely 
a part of both when we talk in terms of like yeah. what it is to be feminine or what it is to be masculine or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, like masculinity is fluid and so is femininity. And I would even go as to say like, I think with each person it's a balance. And sometimes some people have like more of it. Like think of like, you may have seen a man who may be a little bit more sassy, but you were attracted to him. Absolutely. Exactly. The princes of the world, like women yeah. used to fall yeah. at the feet of prince. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. With his long, curly-ass hair mm-hmm. and his chiseled-ass cheekbones and yes. all that shit like that. Grace Jones. Yes. As masculine as they tried to betray her, she was literally looked at as one of the most sexiest women on this planet, and men threw themselves at her. Right. So it's all about having, like, a balance. I think, like, we all have, you know, more of it than others. I would consider myself someone kind of, like, not so much far on the right in terms of feminine, but I know that I'm leaning. It's like sometimes I can lean toward the masculine. Like I'm well aware of Mm -hmm. like how I am, but I'm still a woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like, I don't know. I think like trying to keep people in these boxes of like, you are feminine. You are masculine is really, really dangerous. It is. Um, And I don't know. I think we need to be more careful about that. Um, I think the boomers are going to hate us for this one. And that's fine. You can be the South side. (laughs) Because I mean, because it's like, Unfortunately, you know, like a lot of the boomers are like, it's amazing how like the boomers have raised our generation and now we have come to terms with our own minds and our own ways and beliefs about doing things. And I think it's beautiful that now we're going to give birth to a whole different generation and we're going to be able to give them, you know, that space to think the way that they want to. Like, you know what, if you want to identify in this type of way, Go right ahead. And well, you know what? I'm not going to speak for everybody. I'm only going to speak for me mm. and for my future offsprings. I don't care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you want to walk around dressing like Prince, I have no problem with it. If you want to be as super masculine as LeBron James, then so be it. Yeah. I don't care. As long as you are happy and healthy and <clears throat> living a life that you feel is necessary, that you deem necessary. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't, I don't get it. Like it's because it's like, where was all this, this smoke for Jonathan Majors? Like, this man dressed in pink one time <laughs> for a Ebony digital cover. Uh-huh. Ebony magazine, which is geared towards black <clears throat> women. And it was a Valentine's Day I don't get it. photo shoot. But when he was in the heart of they fall, dressed up as, you know, one of the most sexiest cowboys ever, this conversation was obsolete. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't get it. It, it just bothers me. Speaking of accepting people for where they are, Uh-oh. Gabrielle Union, mm. uh, she won an NAACP, NAACP award last night and made an amazing speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going to play it as soon as I found it. Okay, here we go. Yay. Yay. And now stands with us again at the foot of a very new era of activism. A new era that demands our collective answer to one simple question. Will we fight for some, or will we fight for all of our people? Let's just name a couple hard truths. First, the intersection of black rights and the rights of the LGBTQIA trans and gender non-conforming people continues to be rough. 
That's a huge understatement. Even as we demand equality at the top of our lungs, we consistently fail to extend our advocacy to protect some of our most vulnerable among us. And And second, black trans people are being targeted, terrorized, and hunted in this country. Every day, everywhere. And there's rarely a whisper about it. We honestly don't approach this work as, as, as activists or leaders as, as much as we do this as parents. Parents who love our children and will do, will do whatever the hell we can to, to, to keep them seen and secure and safe. This is a conversation worth having in ways that can actually build bridges, right? That don't fan the flames of hatred or division. That don't enable lawmakers or justice systems to look the other way when black trans people are under attack. They don't drive more young people to hate themselves or harm themselves. That was a great speech. It was. That was a really, really great speech. And we don't got so we don't got that much time. Okay. So I'm okay. I've had conversations with black men in particular mm. who have a hard time wrapping their head around this concept mm. of black trans people are still black people. Ooh. And they're on like the whole like with mm. the black trans lives matter being an issue because it's like, well, I'm a black man and my life doesn't matter. It's like we're not Wait, what? exactly we're not taking that away from you. That don't have nothing to do with that. that I don't know. have nothing to do with you. When I tell you who it is, once we called the camera off, yo, that don't got nothing like literally that just irritated me. That has I, nothing to do with when you. I cut when we when we when we cut, I'm going to tell you who it is. Don't forget to rem, don't forget to remind me. Um, but like. There are people who are like just not wrapping their heads around a concept of like trans, black trans people are still black people too. What do you think is coming first in the word in that phrase? Right. Black. Right. And for, for whatever reason what, that we don't fight for these people as well is absurd to me. And it's really, really strange. And unfortunately, because a lot of you are homophobic or right. gender phobic, whatever, I'm trying to figure that one more. I don't know that term right either. But yeah, like, I, you, think that, I think that's a good tra word. Transphobic. Because tran technically, they wouldn't be homophobic. Yeah. You have a lot of trans right. that identify as right. straight. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're transphobic. Like You're allowing your, your phobias of these people to forget that they are still black. And that, to me, is unacceptable. Yeah. That's really, really weird. Yeah. So I, I applaud, you know, and like she said, she's just being, they're just being parents. Literally. And, it, and it's crazy that they have to be like lauded at these, as these like um, philanthropists when they're mm. literally just trying to protect their child. That's it. That's some wild shit. And you know what? <laughs> I was talking to somebody about the award because I didn't know what type of award they got. I was like, what was the, you mm -hmm. know, I'm like, what, Gabrielle, you done? And um, when they told me exactly what it was about, I was like, oh, okay. I was like. I think, you know, personally, I feel like, not NAACP immature, but just accolades in general. Mm -hmm. Like, I hate that it always has to be, I don't, how does it say, how do I say this? Like, about something to be celebrated, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, 
like in terms of like humanitarian work yeah, like and philanthropy. I, I don't really think, I mean, I'm glad that they got the award, but Absolutely. like they don't need an award. They're literally just like, they're being parents. They're just loving their offspring. Like, especially like Gabrielle Union. Like that's not her daughter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, that's her husband's child. Mm-hmm. And like, at the end of the day, like I have to deal with this. I have to carry the pain. I love this little girl just like, you know, Dwayne does. So like, why wouldn't I, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fight for her. You know, when allegedly her own mother don't even fight for her. Uh, let's, let's, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to have somebody like Dwayne Wade, who again is looked at as this masculine figure, mm-hmm. you know, NBA legend, everything like that, to have this trans daughter and fully and genuinely accept her for who, sh- who she is, mm-hmm. is, it is very commendable, but it does need to be commendable because yeah. he's just a father. He's just doing his job he's as a parent. Just, he's just being a father. He's being a good parent. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. Like, I know why they mad because they mad because Zaya eating him the fuck up. She looks good. I, and y'all are sick. Do you notice this girl? <laughs> y'all on, sick about it. Do you know this girl on TikTok? She's also trans. She always does like makeup and stuff. And she's always using like, get ready for me to go meet a sugar daddy or whatever. Like, no, <laughs> I adore her. And she finally got gender reconstruction. Surgery. Oh, you're talking about um the white girl? Yes. Oh, Dylan. No, not Dylan. I know who you're talking about. Not, not her is another one. I'll okay. show you. She does makeup and stuff like that. Okay. And she did the most touching video Mm -hmm. and how her entire family was with her Mm. to go to the hospital to get this surgery and everything like that and some people were in the comments like i don't understand and i'm like all they're doing is being parents and brothers and sisters to their family member i don't understand why it's so hard for people in general to just i don't understand why acceptance is such a problem people feel like they need to understand it before they can respect it yeah that's the problem like we were like at on the panel on Friday, mm-hmm. um, when that young man was talking about acceptance, I was like, I really, like, I had a conversation with him after because I was like, I really felt what he was saying because mm-hmm. like, I don't think people understand how acceptance. Well, actually, to your point, everybody understands it. They just don't want to address mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Acceptance or not being accepted by people that are supposed to care about you and love you because you didn't ask to be here. Mm-hmm. And to not feel accepted by them for just existing has to be one of the most probably tormenting and traumatic things somebody can experience. Absolutely. Like, and it's just it's just messed up in my opinion. I, I don't know. So I, I don't understand why acceptance is just so hard. But then in the very next breath, we want to talk about Christianity and we need to talk about all the other things. But, you know, I'll talk about that another time. Child, we, we ain't got... Let's, let's, you want to wrap it up here? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the only other thing we could talk about is just Angela Davis being white. Okay, we got to play this. Because, like, okay, technically, this is the last day of Black History Month when we're recording this. <laughs> and we, this, I cannot let this go further. We literally, I'm going to play Girl. this clip right now. So she was on the show Finding Your Roots with, with the, um, with, what's his name? Um, Henry Lewis. Um, Henry Lewis Gates. Yeah. And um, sis is a, oh, we, damn. What happened? We want to talk about the Dilbert guy. Fuck that guy. Okay. That's, that's, the, to- that's the topic. Fuck Dilbert. Cartoon's ass. Yeah. And he was just dropped from all of every paper across the country. Who's reading papers anyway? Exactly. Okay. So this is the clip of Angela Davis finding out about her ancestors. We got to talk about this. I don't care. We got, okay, we got to hurry up. Okay. Any idea what you're looking at? That is a list of the passengers on the Mayflower. (laughs) No, I can't believe this. (laughs) No. (laughs) My ancestors did not come here on the Mayflower. Your ancestors came on the Mayflower. No, no, no. You are descended (laughs) from one of the 101 people who sailed on the Mayflower. 
Oof. That's a little bit too much <laughs> to deal with right now. Did you ever in your wildest dreams think that you may have descended from people who laid Never. The foundation never. for this country. Never, <laughs> never, never. Shook it. Okay, so a lot of people had opinions about this, and they were like, why would you show this clip during Black History Month? And my thing is, why wouldn't you show this clip right. during Black History Month? A lot. Are you forgetting that a lot of our ancestors was raped? If you shake everybody's family tree, black person's family, a white person's going to fall, to fall out. out. What do you think is going to happen? I'm so tired of y'all like, we need to... I understand not wanting Black History Month to be all about trauma. I get it. But you can't... It's a part of the Black American experience. I'm so sorry. It is a part of the Black American experience. That is where... That is kind of where we start at in this country. It's through trauma. I don't even look at it as trauma, if you ask me. It's really, like, very appropriate because it's history yes that is her history whether she wants to accept it or not mm -hmm. that's your history and that's really what black history month is all about tracing your lineage tracing your roots figuring out why a plus b equals c mm -hmm. d e f and g mm -hmm. so I, I mean i'm just i don't want you to be surprised when you do your research and you find out that you got a slave whipper cracker in your timeline because it's more than likely to happen because it's, a lot of us were raped I mean, if you want to talk about colorism and how we all have a bunch of different shades, there's well, you, there's reasons behind well, it. Why do you think? I don't, I mean, I'm just, like, am I tripping? Like, mm -hmm. I just. My great-grandmother is white, was white and had freckles. I don't know what my, well, I don't know what my great, 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 great-grandma looked like, mm -hmm. but I mean. Listen, I know the whites is in mine. I know they got to be somewhere in mine, maybe the, somewhere. They're somewhere. definitely in there. There's no, there's maybe no maybe. One or two. I mean, I don't know, but like, I, child. I think it would almost be safe to say that, like, I'm gonna say like, maybe 92 percent of all Black Americans who like were like brought here, like their family was brought here through chattel slavery, has some white person in, the, in a family tree. I mean. But I just was shocked that so people, many people was like, why would you show this during Black History Month? No, Angela Davis, this is the perfect, perfect person to put this out right. for Black no, History Month. for real, no. <laughs> You know My what I'm saying? Whole, first of all, it's like, first of all, let's not act like Finding Your Roots is like a new show. Or like it only came out during Black History Month, okay? Like, yeah. support your local PBS, all right? Yes. The show's been around for a very long time. Mm -hmm. He has literally read certain people for Phil on that show because they thought that they was just all mm -hmm. Black Panther. Or a Cherokee Indian. Okay, and... <laughs> All yes. right. Okay. And no, that's that's not the point. So you know, it's the show's the show's gonna have an episode during March, April, May, June, July. Mm -hmm. It's not just during Black History Month. It wasn't just a Black History special. Right. So um, yeah, grow up, grow up. That's it for this week's episode. Um, we don't have any new five star reviews, but yeah, you can send us uh, five star reviews. You could have done that, and if you would have, we would have read your comment on the air. Damn. So, I don't understand. It's okay. It's all right. I don't understand. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Um, anyway, yeah, we're on a bunch of platforms. Mm -hmm. We're on Twitter at Head Pie. We're on Instagram at Head Wraps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Go to our website, www.headwrapsandlipsticks.com, where you can get crew necks and t-shirts that are for sale but not on sale. Cash app 
is in the uh, the description. Dollar sign hit red pod, and so is our GoFundMe. And lastly, we are on a bunch of platforms. Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. Oh, I hate that we're not on 10. We're, what is it, 9? Yeah, it's an odd number. It's irritating me. Oh. It's all right. Yeah, anyway. Sorry. That, that, that's it. Um, yeah, follow us on all of the things. If you leave us five stars, we will read your review on the air, but you didn't. So <sighs> now how does that feel? It's all right. Anyway, sis, what is your joke? I got a joke. Mm-hmm. Why do melons have weddings? Why? They can't elope. <laughs> I mean, I feel like these are getting progressively worse. Get it? Like, yeah, can't no, I got it. I feel like they're just getting like progressively worse. Just like over and over. They're, just, they're not even getting it's better. It's funny. I thought that was cute. If you guys have any jokes, send them my way. Don't send them to me. Send I don't, them, I don't, send don't them want to. Send, send them to me. DM. Don't tag me and I'm on Twitter because you might see them. Yeah, I might see them. So, yeah. Anyway, see y'all next week. Bye. Peace.